Hi Emma and welcome to this week's episode. How are you? Well, I'm really good, but uh, let me know how you are right now, Karina. <laughs> yeah, my my voice is a bit funny today, oh. but um, it's it's lower, huskier tones, and I've got a, a bit of a thing going on with my nose and sinuses. But hey, we're in the season, so yeah. Um, and I wanted to, you know, we've got a particularly important topic to we discuss do. this week. So you know, I thought, right, I'll literally suck up my throat lozenges and, uh, and move forward. So here we are. So announce our topic. What are we working on, Emma? Well, it is a big one. Um, this week we have a question and it is, my boss is a narcissist. What do mm. I do? Ooh, that's a biggie. Oh, and a big topic and a really important topic. So mm. um, how about we start with some definitions of narcissistic behaviours and move on to some of our experiences and then some practical actions Absolutely. that people can take to make this a good work story, yeah? Sounds good. So take it yeah. away. Cool. Well, there's a quote I like from Dr. Romani Duvasula, who you can find on uh She's done a TED talk. You can find her if you Google her. Um, so the quote is, I often say there are four pillars of to narcissism. Lack of empathy, grandiosity, a chronic sense of entitlement, and a chronic need to seek out admiration and validation. Mm. So those create the core of the disorder. Hmm. Mm, yeah, I, I recognize and resonate <laughs> from my experience with a lot of those. Um, how did this show up for your in your experience, Emma? Yeah, well, when I heard this question, it reminded me that I have had the experience with a boss um, who had uh, narcissistic behavior. I mean, in fact, the whole team suffered from this guy's behavior, narcissistic behavior. Um, my experience was putting people down taking credit for our individual or our team's work to make himself look good, um, inflating his achievements and capability, definitely the lacking in empathy for others, including his own family. That was the one that really shocked me. Um, and, you know, everyone was fed up. and The stress was higher in this team. But because he took all our good work <laughs> as his own, he shone to the CEO um, and, you know, who didn't, you know, they didn't see, they didn't really see the belittling and the outright abuse that was going on in the background. Mm. And, you know, I think a good example of um, how this plays out, it was one year he had an extremely bad, um, we were actually all suffering really badly. It was obviously we'd gone, come, to a, come to a bit of a point and we had our 360 degree feedback for which uh, he got a terrible report. Um, and, you know, whenever, you know, those of us have been three, 360 degrees, sometimes, <laughs> yeah. sometimes it, doesn't, it doesn't play out the way we want it. Um, but when it happens, it's usually a wake-up call. Well, for me, mm. it was a wake-up call <laughs> to take a look um, at myself and, you know, how I'm behaving and obviously how that behaviour is affecting others. You know, it's humbling, right? Um but it provides opportunity for learning and growth, even if it's a bitter pill to swallow. But however, in this case, the guy took his direct reports, of which I was one of them, into a meeting room and attacked us like a bunch of naughty children. And then he left the room telling us, you know, it was our problem and we needed to sort it out. <laughs> mm. You know, needless mm. to say, oh. actually, uh, many of us left 
You know, mm, that, yeah. we felt like we had no option. Um, the personal grievance cases continue to be filed and, you know, it must have cost the organisation so much money paying out the wounded and hushing them up. So mm. pretty bad. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yep, well, I can I can connect to some of those experiences as well, and I and I think you know some of the the kind of characteristic um, behaviours that you've already you know that you've mentioned, like that requiring excessive levels of loyalty, praise, and adoration, mm-hmm. you know, but struggling to commend other people's achievements. You know, um, I can recall a particular individual who I never never heard say sorry, mm-hmm. never. Yeah. And 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 why would what that person? No. Because from their perspective, they know it all. They yeah. do everything right. Yeah. They and they could show weakness right. even if they you know? thought to do it. So you don't. Exactly. exactly. There's no need ever to say ever. say those words, right? You know? Um and you know, and that can be very interesting. And you know, that that what you've described, the unwillingness to take on feedback and in yeah. any way to be challenged. Um, can result in some very unpleasant, you know, reactions. Mm. The inability to regulate your emotions, right, you know, as one of those things like shouting at people or, Mm. you know, the other one I've come across is the complete entitlement for them to express their emotions in any way they like, Mm. you know, regardless of the ripple on other people. So, you know, you start work at walking on eggshells, you don't know what's going to happen in a meeting. It's a, it's a bit like the, you know, Jekyll and Hyde oh, analogy horrible. of, you know, who the hell is going to turn up? You know, on yeah. one one level can be very charismatic, very yeah. productive, very, um, you know, like, you know, an, an attractive kind of, yep, visionary, let's get on and do some amazing things. But on the other side, and, and I my, my experience is very much like that with clients, but behind the scenes, you know, a nightmare, you know, some of the stuff mm. that you've, you've described. So what are some of the other behaviours that we see around um, the stuff? So I'm just thinking like, you know, the, the, the caring piece is interesting, right, because with mm. narcissistic behaviour, um, there's this thing called um, cognitive empathy, which is mm. kind of like, you know, a bit of a, <laughs> an ironic statement. But it's the form of, you know, the, the cognitive or the pretense to empathise is mm. really to manipulate other people's feelings. Yes. So it's pretense, yeah. you know, but really when it comes down, they have very, very little interest in anyone other's feelings. And, yeah. and and if you show that, you know, the vulnerability is that that will be used against you. Um, what else do we have? You know, the, the know-it-all, I think we've talked about that, the bossy competitive attitude, mm. you know, being superior, mm. deliberately will create conflict and believe that the rules don't apply to them. Yes. You know, that they are special and above above things that, you know, you and I and other people. Yeah. And and no, like, you know, not a second thought about using fear or guilt or shame or punishment to manipulate and to gain compliance and control totally. of, 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 you know, people. Yeah. Right, you know, I mean, yeah. What else have you seen? Public, public humiliation is acceptable. No trouble. Yep, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, ensuring, oh, this power players, you know, this high status, um, watch out for this because they're definitely pushing themselves up and out there into the world is like, you know, way inflated, way beyond um, their own their own actual mm. abilities. Um, that self-image, you know, that really making sure uh, that they look good constantly 
constantly um, and the reputation is really important to them. Um, and this guy that I'm talking about actually came, you know, told me that he has a much better car than our CEO um, and that was really important to him. It's a status symbol and he was like quite, you know, inflated and puffed up about the fact, wow, I've got such a better car. It's like whatever. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, definitely making decisions unilaterally without involving others. I mean, you know, there's no no team, <laughs> low collaboration, low team. Um, and I think you put it, uh, heard you talk uh, about this, you know, not wanting to actually disappear into a team. I mm. is really important. So um, they will definitely, you know, make decisions. Um Gaslighting, definitely engaging in that for sure. Um, you know, lack of congruence uh, to what is said and the behaviour, which is in private, eats away, you know, at my self-esteem. Um, you know, have I done enough? I was became hypervigilant, you know. Am I smart enough, you know? Uh, are my performance reviews and my performance and my KPIs, I basically spent an inordinate amount of time ensuring my KPIs were uh, measurable, very, very measurable. They could not be debated or discussed at a performance review because mm. those were mm. opportunities to take me down. Um, mm. And I, and I, I was a high performer, and I wanted to make sure I wasn't going to be completely taken out. <laughs> Tough. Oh my god! And and you know, just just you know, like we just pause on that piece that you know you're mm. talking about, Emma, and then you look at all those behaviours before. What what the frig? You like yeah. you know, like this is like. You know, people, you know, in goodwill and good faith spend a lot of time and a lot of money building cultures where they want high performance. Mm. And every single one of these behaviours that we've just gone through we know has a negative impact. In fact, it Absolutely. actively destroys this. Yes. And this is not, you know, and, you know, when we're, we're talking here, it's a blend of experience, and I want anyone listening here, really trust your own experience, right? Because if you've yes. been in the situation, the gaslighting that you've just mm. talked about, Emma, you know, you will self-doubt. That's all part of the process. Like you doubt, like, is that real? Is it worth mm. me saying anything about? Yeah. It's all part of the process, right? So trust yourself, trust, you know, what you're feeling. And the research also backs you up, right? The collateral yeah. damage of narcissistic behaviours and cultures is absolutely toxic, abusive. As you said, you know, like people will leave. Mm. It breaks down trust. It breaks down safety. Without no safety, there is no trust. Trust is absolutely required for collaboration and for performance. So when you yeah. start to eat, and this literally mm. eats and sucks away at the foundation of good stuff, you know, I mean, you've you've got, this, you know, this trauma, this disaster, you know, sitting here. And I think the other thing I'd, I'd kind of add before we move on to the good stuff, I mean, how to make it good, is the real awareness around the, the impact of chronic stress mm. on us. And I think we've all become a lot more aware of it. I know you and I talk about it, Emma, a lot on our yeah. episodes. But this level of chronic cortisol in your body, like, you don't know what's going to happen. You're hypervigilant was the word that you used, mm. right? You know, mm. we're always in this flight, fright or freeze, you know, um, scenario. And, um, you know, the impact of that on, on, on long-term, on chronic disease, on our health. And I think you and I were both listening to a podcast recently by Dr. Sarah Gottfried who was talking mm. about the impact on hormones. And she mm. was just saying that, it's absolutely impossible, and she used that word deliberately, impossible, 
to balance your hormones in a in a an environment where you're living or working with a narcissist because of mm. the stress. Mm. And when you think about that for premenopause, you know, peri, post, and and menopause woman, that is a cocktail that does not help us, you know, impacting no. our sleep, our mood, our memory, our confidence. Mm. When all of this stuff is going on for this, and then on top of this. We, we are working in a in a hostile environment and mm. um, yeah so a shout out for shout out for that too which um, you know mm. ultimately you know made me make some big decisions in my life mm. um, yeah so how do we make this story good so maybe we start with what you did Emma yeah. in, in the situation that you were in and would you do anything differently did you take some learnings from it yeah, definitely. Um, and I just wanted to quickly make a comment that um, the behaviour is more prevalent in men than it is in women. So so I think that's probably also um, a balancing issue for us to learn. Mm. Um, so yeah, for me, I, I did leave the job and I left the job that I loved. Um, mm. And it wasn't impossible to work um, in this environment. And my health and well-being were definitely negatively affected. Um, so some things I learned and some advice I received post, which I really want to share, because I think if I'd had this, maybe I could have hung in, but who knows. Um, don't engage with a narcissist because mm. you will give them the fuel to treat you like you're the crazy one. <laughs> and mm. this definitely yeah. happened to me. Um, you know, they feed off your feedback and it comes back at you, at you as an attack to take you down. You know, they want to win at all costs. Um, I'm a highly collaborative person. Um, I love to um, work with others and I love to think that we can um, improve our relationships of working together. Um, I falsely thought this was a good strategy in this environment. Definitely not. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So uh, something that I would now do and advise people is manage your expectations and boundaries. If possible, I, I talk about this. So, you know, they'll run over you otherwise. You will become their servant. You will become, you know, beaten down. Telling a narcissist not to yell at you in front of your team is, uh, you know, is a kind of example. Um, don't lose your cool. Be the grounded person. Um, I had an experience where, you know, this person was going off at, at, at a team member and I about something on and on and on, ranting literally. I did... I put my hand up and asked for time out because um, I said I think we all need some time to to recover and just and, and because it was just pointless it was just pointless ranting and it was okay mm. actually mm. he'd um, he 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 did take that one on but yeah that could also blow up on you so um, this one's important don't use the word narcissist uh, or narcissistic behavior to be honest to the narcissist unless you are a qualified therapist and you're in a one-to-one -one consultation um it's a red rag to a bull in fact don't don't label anybody anything to their face generally <laughs> it's not a good sign but you know they'll make your life even more miserable if you um are labeling them that way um, find a way and they'll find a way to ruin you um yeah and that's that's what happened to me um this is um, something that I did and I still think it's important, but look at, you know, look at things from a compassionate perspective. Um, this behavior is showing up because the person is broken and deeply sensitive. Um, even if they don't recognize it, um, holding some space for that care and compassion is still important. Um, ultimately, look for another job or, you know, it's better for you 
um, or, or move out of the uh, ask for a transfer to a different department. Um, you can't win and you can't change them. Mm. So know mm. these things are important. Um, and if you stay, protect yourself. Mm. Um, that's asking for a transfer, but also um, do what I did, which was be very clear in your KPIs um, so that uh, you can continue to have that you know sense of achievement um, and manage your self-worth. Um, get, you know, protect yourself with others, care around you in the organisation um, and, and beyond. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I love the exit and protection you know strategies mm-hmm. you've got here, and and I think another one that comes up for me to add to that list is the compassion for yourself. You mm-hmm. know, for whatever reason you are where you are, right? And um, and now is is present time, and you know, and in that present time, there may be some you know some decisions that you prioritize, like it could be, you know, the end of a project, or maybe it's a countdown to collecting a bonus. You know, these these are choices that you make and back yourself on those. Mm. And I think another little suggestion, a practical suggestion around the protect is, you know, look at a no contact or a minimum contact Mm. strategy, you know, um, and if you have to be in contact, like, you know, you go to a team meeting, for example, and, you know, and under the quote-unquote pretense of, um, you know, collaboration, this leader may still be doing, um, some form of checking in or, you know, the wanting to to share, you know, open up your Jahari window, which is a fantastic tool. Both both you and I use that, Emma, mm. um, around, you know, getting to know each other more. But be really clear, keep it general, keep it short and nothing vulnerable because, yeah. as you've said, you know, Emma, it will come back to be yeah. used against you. And, you know, do it quick and put the focus back on them, you know, yeah. and, um and they'll love it anyway because you know they're yep. the special ones. Like they'll Absolutely. they'll suck up that attention and validation. So uh, you know, yep. uh, it's it's just like pass the attention back. And you know, yes. and as always, you know, be be aware of whatever docu- process that you're working with. You know, documentation. Be very clear on the purpose of meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be in the situation if you can avoid it being alone. All that you know, all that kind of good process stuff that, that that you can get involved with and, you know, support from an HR person in your organisation. Mm. Anything yeah, else think, coming up? Yeah, yeah I think diarise um, those conversations that you're having. Mm, um, nice. just, just, just to, you know, again, it's protection for you um, and it also helps you not to go n- insane because you know <laughs> when it comes back at you on this date I said that and did I that did really that. happen <laughs> uh, yeah yeah <laughs> sadly yeah. yeah it's like you know uh, we both have a different view of the truth your mm. truth and my truth yeah I mean yeah. it's yeah I know it's it's crazy and I think mm. the um the other comment I'd like to make is just around a cultural perspective from organizations and And um, when I say this, you know, please keep in mind, you know, that there will be, um, you know, the legal aspects of a safe workplace in your particular state or country, you know, that you also, you know, can be aware of. But if you're working for what we would call an autocratic organisation, you know, which is an organ, you know, maybe it's, um, um, you know, a startup or a privately held organisation, where everything, basically the rules and procedures and processes and everything revolve around the distinct preferences of the leader. And that leader is demonstrating these, you know, narcissistic behaviours, then that is the culture of the place. 
So really, if you're in that situation, you need to exit and protect. Mm. Now, and be, and be self-compassionate, right? You, mm. you know, for some reason, that was working for you. You ended up there. You worked there. It's no longer working for you. It's now unhealthy. Make a choice. Do what's important for you, right? Um, mm. um, and, you know, and that takes some courage, as, as we've talked about. However, if you are working for another type of organization, right, that explicitly has a culture, Mm-hmm. And um, that has, you know, that is deliberately about, is committed to collaboration and creating high-performing teams. And mm-hmm. it prides itself on living its values and having, you know, healthy, supportive, empowering behaviours. Then that is what you can lean up against, right? And, um, mm-hmm. you know, like literally that is your reference point because it's not about, you know, um, a personal preference, right? It's mm-hmm. actually, which you're quite entitled to, by the way, because that's your choice. But in this case, you can actually really say, hang on, you know, this is not, this is what we signed up to do collectively. And this is not what is being exhibited or role modeled or valued by this particular leader. Mm-hmm. Follow the process. You know, this is probably where 360 feedback gets involved. Follow mm-hmm. the process, get the support, escalate. You know, mm. follow follow whatever processes that you have. You know, and and then some short term solutions may include you know moving you to another team, another project. Maybe, um, well, ideally, you know, this leader's responsibilities would be for people would be removed from him or her until you know some coaching and decision exploration was made. But ultimately, you know, get the process started. Mm. And then the other piece. Um, to finish up from my side, would be around having a recovery strategy, right? So mm-hmm. we talked about the exit strategy and a protect strategy. Yeah. But this is, excuse me, this is about your recovery strategy. And I want to break this into two areas, one for you and one for the business. Mm-hmm. The first one, and I'll be curious to see what you did, Emma, too, for your mm-hmm. recovery, mm-hmm. was, you know, and Emma and I have talked about you, you know, we've talked about this a lot around taking care of yourself. Like you need to double down on your self-care practices. Mm. This, the stresses in your body, your mental health, you know, what are you doing around your sleep, your nutrition, your movement, time in nature, social connections? You know, is counseling with a specialist available to you? You know, mm. this for, for some people is trauma, right? Mm. It's taken on as a trauma in the workplace. Absolutely. You know, um, you know, like reflecting and reconnecting, like, how, how, you know, how did this all come about? And, I, and you know, doing that with some self-care and compassion as well, like what can I learn from this experience? Mm-hmm. You know, have, did, where did I kind of give my power away or, you know, what do I need f- to forgive in myself and the other person? around mm. this right so that can be quite a interesting process did you do any of this Emma or what was, what yeah, was your totally. kind of, uh, I mean you know um in a way I, I look at this as an experience uh, a gift of you know self-discovery mm, uh-huh. and self-worth um I did turn it around as a learning experience and it led me to do the work that we do together Karina which is more about you know stopping stopping the suffering in the workplace. Mm, There's absolutely. so many reasons it happens, but this is one of them. Um, and so yeah, I suppose that it I fe- it filled up a passion um, to help others and to mm. continue this work. So yeah, uh, uh, and and definitely I did need um, a lot of time to recover, and I, and and I'm lucky to have had such good people around me as yourself and and you know mm-hmm. family and friends to mm. to sort me, support me through it. But yeah it took some time to recover from. 
Totally. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And it's kind of like going through a detox process. Absolutely. You know, you know for, for yourself. Yeah. And um, the, the other recovery protocol or, or, you know, kind of thing I would look at is to the organization, right? Because yeah. these people end up in these positions of power somehow. Yes. You know? yes. <laughs> like, you no, know, you don't just like magically just, you know, click my fingers and hey, they're there. It's like, yep. What is what are we learning here from or what is, you know, like this is a silver lining, like you said, it's a gift. And it's a gift to look at your organization and go, mm. how the frig did this happen? Mm. And compassionately, what can we learn from this, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and really understanding that this is serious. You know, it creates, you know, um, we talked about like all this destroying and damaging, you know, psychological safety. Well, this is psychological danger. Yeah, uh, it, the what it what it does and and the impacts on individuals and teams is horrific and performance. Yes. So you know, like, so reviewing your system. You know, how do we recruit people? How do we reward yep. people? What is the feedback process? Yep. You know, the retention, etc. All of that good stuff. And then I would challenge you to say, look, what other abusive behaviors are being tolerated here? Mm. You know, what can we take responsibility for? What do we need to change? You know, how did we collude or enable these behaviours that erode trust and social cohesion in our organisation? You know, did we just brush it off? You know, oh, you know, that person's getting some great results. They're getting, you know, stuff done or, um, you know, and we looked the other way, you know, Mm. and then bring it back, you know, your duty of care to, you know, your purpose, your vision, you know, the people, mental and physical well-being and, and what you really, really stand for mm. as, a, as a leader, as a CEO and as an organisation. So, um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a fantastic opportunity to reflect on your core, you know, who you are. Anything else, Emma, you'd like to add to anything we've said here before we no, sign up? I, I think um, I think really it is such a big issue and because it is so highly emotive and abusive, as you say. Um, and I think, you know, if this is sparking anything for anyone, um, you know, do do um, speak up, do get some support um, and definitely, you know, reach out to us if, if you know, if there is anything well we certainly know we can help you um from a personal coaching perspective or from an organizational perspective Mm. um yeah this is the work we we do yeah Yeah. we love and and these are big questions you know yeah and um you know we need to you know look at it with that with you know as we keep saying that word compassion you know non-judgmental support and if you have a friend who's going through you know through this experience please share this episode with them so on that note, be safe, build safety, yes. take care of yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> all, that, all that reverse stuff that we know yes. and believe in. So, um, totally. and you know, there's, um, you know, life's too short to have suffering at work. So Absolutely. Um, let's, let's make yeah. this a bad work story good. Exactly. See you all next week. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks for listening to Bad Work Stories Made Good with Emma and Karina. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that the perspectives we had shared stimulate your thinking and are a catalyst for your own reflections and actions. If you have a bad work story you would like to share, get in touch at help at badworkstoriesmakegood.com. And if you enjoyed or have some feedback, please leave a review. We appreciate it.